0: myself. My name is... I'm Will Pelagic. I'm sorry, Campus Corner, but when Willie P is on at 1245, we go to Willie's Corner Kick. It's Wes of Walker Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ welcoming the voice of Charlotte FC, Willie P, to the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Willie, do you like the Corner Kick segment? It's alright. I feel
1: no. like we can... Uh- I feel like we can do I maybe mean, Wemuel Willie's set piece. How
2: about that? <laughs> Willie, I never told you this, too, but I, I knew the term corner kick because I once did a public address for soccer at Charlotte Country Day. Did you <laughs> Seriously? I sure did. I That's did. good. He's coming yeah, for your so job. We got, something, we got something in common.
0: <laughs> um, can you if, –
1: if I, I always knew that you appreciated the beautiful game.
0: Yeah, I always knew. Hmm? I, I feel like a couple of times, Willie, I just want to air this out. I feel like a couple of times – where I want you in studio, I try to give you just like, you know, trying to banter back and forth. It's like, hey, we got Willie's Corner Kick. You're always underwhelmed. Like, I don't really want to go to the studio just for y'all. Uh, Corner Kick is fine, but I got something better. Yeah. It just feels like you've always got something smart to say, and all I'm trying to do is extend an olive branch.
1: <laughs> I I appreciate every, uh, every opportunity I get to share the room with you guys. Uh, unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, Wednesday... The- you know, I, I would have been able to come yesterday, but uh, but you guys were out at the uh, the golf course, and then today, unfortunately, we've got a lot of stuff. We're uh, we're taping an interview at one o'clock with Ivan uh, Belair, Charlotte FC's technical director, and also one of the guys in charge of Crown Legacy. So, and then we're also going to talk to uh, the new left back Yeri Yaronin. So, unfortunately, today I actually am uh, a bit tied up, but. Uh, I will see you guys at some point here in the in the
0: near future. All right. that We hel- appreciate that. That helps me a little bit. Now I'm getting over it. I guess now I'll still try to figure out how to make the Steamboat Willie P t-shirts that I want so badly to be created. It's Willie P joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. I did want to talk some Carolina Panthers stuff before we get to Charlotte FC real quickly because Bryce Young was a part of the conversation in the last segment. I just want to know after two preseason games for Bryce, what's impressed you the most about the rookie quarterback?
1: Well, I think we always kind of wondered, you know, what he was going to be like from a, a mental clock standpoint. I think we always knew he had the arm. I think we always knew that he had the ability to evade pressure. But I think we wondered kind of when that uh, that internal clock would start going. Unfortunately, he's not had a lot of help from the offensive line standpoint. They have not performed the level I think that we're expecting them to perform at when it comes to Icky Equanu and Bradley Bozeman in particular. Those two guys had rough moments against the New York Giants and Icky also against the Jets. So, I do feel like from that standpoint, I'm looking to see more out of those positional guys. And I also feel like the one throw uh, between him and uh, Johnson Mingo that uh, Mingo apparently gave up on the route on uh, really kind of unfortunately set a bad tone for their uh, relationship. But I do feel like Bryce in the limited amount of opportunity that he's gotten has looked good. It's just a matter of whether or not we get to see it week one. I I do feel like uh, I believe Frank Reich when he says at first blush that they're trying to hold everything back from a game plan standpoint. And that Bryce Young has looked a lot better in the practices than he has necessarily in, uh, in these game formats because I think these game formats, at least from what, uh, what Frank Reich is saying and what some of the other coaches have said, is that they're designed to show very little because they don't want to show uh, very much.
2: Well, Willie P., I wanted to ask you, as far as you're concerned right now, do you have any type of panic meter for the Panthers? And if so, uh, what is it? Because aside from uh, the scores, we don't care about the scores, the wins and losses, but some of the things that you've seen like the offensive line play and things of that nature, where are you at with that?
1: Well, I think it was very evident uh, when you saw them go out and sign Troy Hill how worried they are about cornerback depth. And, and how worried they are about, you know, even a guy like Dante Jackson having the ability to stay on the field without uh, coming off because of injury. Uh, I feel like the, the Marquand McCall uh, waving was, I think, rather curious because I think he's somebody who you looked at and saw that was actually one of the, the higher contributors over the early part of the preseason and uh, especially during training camp. But Frank Reich was concerned about the fit, and I do feel like that's a legitimate concern to say, okay, if Marquand McCall isn't it then who are the guys you're looking at as you know, the nose tackles and the guys who are the the rotational players in terms of that defensive line outside of Derek Brown and even a guy like Henry Anderson, who I think we thought was chiseled for a very major role, but he's been injured too as well. So I do feel like those are two real concern spots. The offensive line, which I, I kind of already covered, is, is unfortunately a bit paper thin when it comes to depth. They're still trying to figure out what right guard is. And I think the, the overall arching concern is that Outside of the top 22, 25 players on the football team, there aren't a lot of guys you can count on outside of that in order to try and feel like you're going to win on Sundays with. So I think trying to address the depth, and I think that's part of the reason why you've seen the approach that they've taken, is that I think they're pretty set with who their starters are in a lot of positions, and and set with what they're going to be when they actually strap it on for real. But they got to find guys in the 30 to 45 and even 50 part of the roster that, if they have to call on those guys, they got to be able to win, and that's unfortunately where I feel like some of the shortcomings have been.
2: Willie P., coming out of the League's Cup, flipping over to Charlotte FC now. Now, we know that the championship game against Miami didn't go the way they wanted it to, and then the match got postponed, and they were supposed to play against them after that. But do you feel like that maybe that tournament gave them confidence uh, going forward as they have LAFC coming up? Do you feel like that this team could come out and maybe go on some sort of a run with maybe some confidence they got from that tournament?
1: Well, I think you you heard not only head coach Christian Latonjo talk about this, but you also heard Zoran Cornetta address this even before the tournament was over. He said that he believed that the win-or-go-home nature of the League's Cup, especially in the knockout stage, allows you to play with certain urgency when it comes to the stretch run of a season. You know, regular season games in April and May have a different tinge to them than what you're seeing in August, September, and October. Teams take more chances, and, a lot of times, and I said this to you guys previously, a lot of times chances aren't rewarded in the early portion of the season because teams are trying to play for a point. They're trying to, you know, grind out results and, and get certain things done during the early part of the season. Whereas in the latter part of the season, teams need three as opposed to one. And a lot of times, there are certain teams when they're down, they'll take more chances. They'll play a certain way that's different than the way they see in the earlier part of the season. So I do feel like. Getting that experience for Charlotte FC, being in the last eight of a tournament that included every team in Major League Soccer and League MX, definitely can help them. But the treacherous stretch of this season is definitely ahead of them. They got LAFC, as you mentioned, over the weekend. They play Orlando, who they did beat on the road, but Orlando's a better team now than they were when Charlotte FC saw them, and a couple of other tough customers awaiting them, including a return matchup against Philadelphia. So it's not going to be easy, but... They definitely got some great seasoning by the way they went through that League's Cup tournament.
0: Last thing before we get you out of here, Willie, you talked about the difference in MLS play. What do you expect to be different specifically for Charlotte FC in the way they play as they start to switch gears?
1: I think they'll be a lot more aggressive. They're getting some guys back. Uh, they got a brand new uh, left back in Yara Yaronin, who we may see as soon as this weekend. I do feel like that'll allow Charlotte FC to push the tempo up a little bit further. Uh, I think with the combination of Carol Sviderski and Patrick Gajumont definitely unlocked some things uh, with the way they played both against Houston and in the second half against Miami. I think that's something you definitely can look at and say is possibly something we might see a little bit more of. I'm wondering uh, what the competition at Winger is going to be like as well because I know some guys differentiated themselves, but other people uh, got dropped for other, uh, other assignments like Ben Bender who's somebody who I think really came on during the, the Leagues Cup. And you've heard uh, the coaches talk about Jalen Lindsay as well as somebody who has come out and been, uh, been a lot better from that standpoint. So I do feel like it will be a much more aggressive nature to this side. I don't feel like there will be a lot of sitting back and, and trying to play through the back. I think they'll try to do a lot when it comes to trying to uh, assert their position. Uh, it'll start this weekend, though, against LAFC, a team that's got a lot of talent, has had some up-and-down nature over the course of the season. They've played more games than anybody else in Major League Soccer to this point because they're playing in the CONCACAF Champions League and also in the U.S. Open Cup and the Leagues Cup. So we'll see whether or not the travel will affect them because they got to play tonight against Colorado. So I'm curious to see whether or not fatigue sets in for them and whether or not Charlotte will try to attack that with some aggression throughout the 90 minutes on Saturday.
0: That's the voice of Willie P., the voice of Charlotte FC, here on the Body Works Plus guest hotline for Willie's Corner Kick. I'm sticking with it, Willie. I hope you like it because you're going to have to be a part of that segment going forward.
1: Can you answer me a question? What was Fiddy the inspiration for that segment they did on Mac and bone with talking about a date versus a game? Because I know that he's had that particular, uh, that particular conundrum as part of his life. And he's always picked the game over the girl,
0: which I, uh, I find a little bit sus. No, it's a, say. it's a good question <laughs> though. I mean, Fiddy is, is shaking his head that that was not inspired by him, but it's a good question because we've had this very conversation with him before a guy that locks himself in the house for big 12 football and would choose Big Twelve football over going on a date. So I think that's a fair I, question by you.
1: I would like companionship to mean more for anybody fitty And by companionship I don't mean with Ramsey. All
0: right, let's work <laughs> <laughs> let's all work on it together and try to show Fiddy the light, such as Willie P just did. We appreciate it, Willie. Thanks again.
1: All love, guys. Appreciate Thanks, you.